All right. Welcome, everybody, to the AM show. This is the Thursday, November 18th edition, hosted live on Alpha Mint by yours truly, Clout Cobain. And I'm joined with me every single weekday morning with the man who's been barking at the moon for three weeks, Mr. Free Market Capitalist. Hey, now. I was actually expecting a howl there. Uh, missed opportunity, <laughs> but uh, Hey Now works as well. Um, I'm not going to leak that type of content on the show. Jeez. It's better than your Island Boys content, so we'll just oh. stick. Ooh, all right. Are you kidding me? Um, I just wanted to say thanks to everybody for joining up. Uh, we've had some new faces join the general chat and the Moon Lounge in the uh, last 24, 48 hours. It's been a really exciting run. Definitely pleased to announce that we've sold out our uh, first block of 111 Alpha Moon Moon Lounge or Alpha Mint Moon Lounge passes. Um, certainly exceeded our expectation as to when that would uh, would sell out. But uh, I know NVO, Drip Cult, and Scott will have an announcement for you guys shortly as we figure out. Um, what the next next batch of them look like so uh thank you so much for anyone that signed up and thank you so much for anybody that's even expressed interest with it just uh hold your horses and you will be just fine there will be lots of opportunity in the future big uh, shout out to young thug who bought the last available alpha mint pass yes uh, right at last minute so more dropping soon guys don't worry i wonder if he had to get into a gas war for that last uh 111th uh pass i think i think he pumped it to four thousand guay (laughs) just kidding guys. yeah no need to do that so um yeah, uh, for anyone that's new here, I just want to give you a quick reminder that we do record all of our shows, put them up on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and if you want to uh, watch it in video form and follow along with me on a you know a Chrome browser, uh, we do upload them to YouTube as well. So uh, yeah, if you have to leave early, if you miss the beginning of a show or can't tune in one day, all of them are recorded for you to catch up on if you so choose. We always appreciate when people go and check those out. Too. Um, so how was your day yesterday? What was uh, what was going on? A pretty good day for me. I think Draco was the, the drama of the morning yesterday. A very anticipated drop that did not go well. Should I? Definitely not a good day for Draco. Yeah, I had a good day, too. It was uh, the show. The show was great. Um, definitely starting to get into that hour and a half realm of it with people jumping up on the Q&A session at the end of the show. But love to see that. Um, and uh, yeah, I know there was some voice chat going on yesterday. I couldn't stick around for all of it, but I am excited to do more of that today, too, and hope to see uh, some of you in there as well. Um, I just want to uh, quickly before we get talking about NFTs go over the uh, broader crypto market on CoinGecko. Um, yesterday, not much happened again. Kind of everything's going sideways. Later in the evening, we did see um, a, a bit of a run for Ethereum and Bitcoin. I got a notification on my phone as a, kind of as I was heading to bed that Ethereum was up 5% in a short period of time, kind of running over almost 4400 before it pulled back in the uh, in the middle of the evening right now just refreshing it uh, i'm seeing about 59k for bitcoin so just under that 60,000 mark but i think 57 is like the major support line for for bitcoin so uh, still comfortable in that range and ethereum just now dropping under 4200 dollars so Definitely no pause for panic there. Um, Both charts still intact. I I think that uh, Bitcoin has support, like you said, at 56K. And there's pretty, pretty strong support for Ethereum at 3,800. So I wouldn't even start to worry until that level was lost. Yeah. Uh, it's still lots of time. And, and honestly, the way that things rapidly change in this, it could drop below and then you could see an absolute massive run up. There's, uh, if we were able to predict it with any great, great accuracy, um, you'd be rolling in the money. Um, but for the time being, some interesting news that I saw on uh, Decrypt was uh, Robinhood exec calls Coinbase crypto regulator proposal just plain silly. Uh, he was doing a live speaking event and he said, it's one of the stupidest ideas I've heard in this space in a long time. For a little bit of context, uh, Coinbase put out a proposal for a new um, regulatory body that handles digital assets and specifically cryptocurrencies to, to you know, 
regulate these properly and whether or not you're pro regulation, you got to accept the fact that in these, in these countries, regulation is going to continue to develop. Um, and Coinbase is basically just saying like, let's put in a body that's meant specifically for these, uh, with knowledgeable people around it so that we get this right. Like don't trust a legacy regulate regulatory body that deals with the stock market to, to also weigh in on that. Um, I think Robinhood coming out and saying this is like, obviously they're competitors, but it's an absolute joke. Uh, Robinhood is obviously somebody who's faced a lot of controversy and um, scrutiny from the SEC in the last year. And basically, this is just like, tell me you're kissing the SEC's ass without telling me you're kissing the SEC's ass. I actually think this is a good idea. I mean, they should get ahead of it and try to at least say, look, we're doing as much for our customers as possible. We are just as concerned about their safety as you are. And we want this to be a legitimate place for them to trade and invest in this new paradigm. I mean, that's how that's how Coinbase should be acting and framing themselves. And I think it's it's smart to try to get ahead of regulators because we know especially this new administration is pretty hot and heavy on going after crypto. Yeah. And one of the big problems that I have with Robinhood weighing in on this at all is that, you know, on the Robinhood app, you can trade uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin. I think there might be some other ones. I don't actually have it myself. Uh, but re- what really bothers me is you're, you're really just trading the right to their pool of the cryptocurrency and you're just watching the number go up and down. You literally can't even transfer your own into or out of the, um, the app. Uh, so you really have no real ownership over Bitcoin and Ethereum. And, and at the end of the day, that's what, you know, true digital ownership is what this is all about. And they don't even provide that. So uh, honestly, I, I, I feel like they can just kind of fuck off with Todd talking about crypto. If, if you want my opinion, Look, I, I, I agree, you know, as crypto natives, we obviously place a lot of importance on decentralization and ownership of your own assets. I mean, that's the whole deal here. And when you buy on Robinhood, you don't actually own your token. You can't transfer it to another wallet. That said, they are getting more people into, if, if not as many as Coinbase, more, I believe, a stat came out the other week that there is now more crypto traded on uh, Robinhood than stocks. I mean, correct me if I got that wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. Could be. Haven't been following that. And I mean, you know, some people make the counter argument that if you're holding crypto on Coinbase, not your keys, not your crypto, but you can at least get it off. Like you can take you can purchase your Ethereum on there and transfer it to your own wallet. You could purchase your Bitcoin in there and transfer it to a, a hard a hard wallet or cold storage or anything like that. On Robinhood, you're you're just buying the number on the screen and you're just selling the number on the screen. There's they are the single largest holder of Doge in the world. For those who don't know, and none of it is yours. And none is yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other interesting news on uh, Decrypt. Don't have to go too deep into this, but more in the NFT realm. Uh, OpenSea is is opening another uh, funding round, and their valuation at this point is $10 billion. They've had some big VCs in the past. Uh, Andreessen is one of the, the biggest ones in the VC space, and they're leading the charge on these rounds. Uh, $10 billion, definitely no small number uh, for uh, a company like OpenSea, but uh, you know they're they're taking two and a half percent of almost every uh, NFT transaction in the market. That's uh, that's that's huge. You know they're now up to over eleven billion dollars in assets traded, and most of that has come in the last six months. So I mean they're raking it in, uh, and and the valuation is following with it. Yeah, this growth story is uh, getting out of hand in a good way. Um, I think anybody who was holding out hope for an open C token can kiss that hope goodbye. Uh, tokens are what companies do when they've run out of ideas. And OpenSea is, you know, it's a darling right now on Wall Street and in VC circles. We're already talking a $10 billion valuation, which in my mind indicates it's probably going public next year. If you understood the rapidity and the demand for anything NFT on Wall Street right now, it's insane because most traditional traders have no access or the education to actually buy NFTs 
the actual underlying asset, but they want exposure. As an example, I know Playboy last year mentioned they'd be getting into NFTs. I believe the stock was up 100% that day. And the OpenSea <clears throat> IPO will be oversubscribed, in demand, and uh, very similar to the Coinbase IPO, and I get my estimate. So we'll see. Uh, very, very cool news. I think OpenSea is going to be a force for a long time, as much as traders love to knock them and 10 billion. Wow. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. And, uh, you know, a lot of these retirement funds and, um, traditional investment vehicles like literally cannot buy cryptocurrency in them. Uh, some of them have tried in the past and they were literally forced by their, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, God, like the, you know what I'm saying? They were forced to sell them at a profit and just like right. and sit out. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, these crypto companies hitting the stock market, the Coinbase's, the open seas, even the micro strategies. I mean, look what, look what happened to micro strategies. Um, stock price once they announced that they were starting to buy Bitcoin. I mean, it just shot through the roof and has continued to do re- very well. And it, it is like almost a pseudo ETF, even though you can't have those ETFs on the on on the stock market yet. Um, and so a lot of people like that exposure in their traditional portfolios. And uh, this is a good way to get it. So pick everyone wants too, crypto. Right? Everyone wants crypto exposure and FDIC insurance. So <laughs> that's what the angle is here. The best of both worlds, I guess. Best so of both, right. um, some really, really big news. Like I'm, I'm thinking like in the, the, the realm of the crypto.com center coming news is um, the weekend in post Malone uh, dropped their music video for one right now. And that, uh, features post malone sitting in a chair scrolling through his phone and looking at the board ape that he just recently purchased uh on it now i'm just uh i'm showing the video right now and you'll be able to see that on on youtube but um it's it's very prominent like there it's not just like uh if you look really closely like it says board ape yacht club he clicks on it the the image of the one that he purchased gets bigger and it is in the first 20 seconds of the video. So it's not even like one of those things where people throw the video on and, you know, they get bored after a minute and a half and then minimize it and start looking at something else. Like it is right there front and center and uh, love their music or hate their music. Post Malone and The Weeknd are like the biggest names in in music right now. And, uh, you know, even just looking at the video just dropped two days ago has over 5 million views. And this is one of those check back in a month and it's going to have 150 million views on it. No problem. Yeah, this this is the beginning of uh, mass adoption. The these are fashion accessories now. This is like him wearing his new Louis Vuitton drip. Every kid in America is going to watch that video and be like, what is a board ape? Uh, when they find out it's 250k, they're all gonna covet it. They're all gonna want it, and they're all they gonna right click and save it, save them, <laughs> and bring them to school and say, "Hey, I got a board ape." Yeah, because most of their friends won't be able to figure out if it's true or not. And again, you know, whether you're a fan of Post Malone or not, this is about as big for NFTs as it gets. Yeah. And I think it's really important to note that these people are of the net worth that they're not buying a board ape or two as a speculative investment. Um, you know, if, if they really want to make some money, they're, they're taking multi-million dollar positions probably in the stock market and, uh, and, and probably in like traditional crypto. Like you said, this is the, uh, cultural movement. This is Post Malone's board ape. He is going to flaunt that thing everywhere. And, um, you're probably, Never going to see him part ways with it. No, these celebrities are not buying them to make money. They are buying them purely for the status. It's a status symbol now. And, uh, you know, that is the key to mass adoption here. Everything trickles down from the influencers. We've always lived in an influencer world, even when Caesar was emperor. So this is uh, this is just, you know, it's the next phase of this market. Coming to life. Yeah, it's uh, this is actually just really exciting times. Like like I said, this is going to get seen a lot. It's going to get talked about a lot. And if this is, um, you know, he just purchased these a couple days ago along with Jimmy Fallon. And if this is already what they're doing, uh, you know, as a tease, I guess, I, you know, it, with Timbaland announcing this music production company, like more to come almost certainly. Like I, I can say that 
you know, that is is on its way. So very, very bullish on seeing that pop up. Uh, let's shift. Floor yep. is going to a million dollars. Right. Yeah, I mean, again, we we discussed this ad nauseum for a couple of days. Is this like they are dominating the NFT culture right now? They are everywhere. They are in your face, and um, you know they're they're doing doing very well. True debt. And their floor price price is uh, is reflecting that all things board ape mutant ape board ape kennel club doing really well as we shift our focus over to wgmi.io and just take a look at what's going on in F- NFTs right now. As I said, those projects are still uh, crushing it. Mutant ape a little bit down, but the the seven day trend on those are all up seventy five percent or more. A lot of blue chips are following that as well. Uh, yesterday we talked about women and weapons doing very well on a Gary V interview. Uh, Gary V did mention. A Again, to that um, on on Twitter, somebody had asked him, you know, I have a thousand dollars. What uh, what do you if you sorry, if you only had a thousand dollars to buy one NFT today, which one would it be? He said, get back to you soon. And then retweeted, uh, requoted his uh, his original reply and uh, linked to women and weapons again. And they continue to climb, looking like they're up another 25% yesterday and up 400% on the week. So if you had bought women and weapons just a week ago, you would have been looking at a 0.04 purchase, now up to 0.2. And um, this is one of those markets that is, uh, because it's a very illiquid and low supply, like it can just keep climbing up. It's hard to trade it like a traditional uh, uh, stock, right? Yeah, uh, it's great to see Gary V. Um, being active again, certainly signs that we're coming out of the malaise we were just in. And I, you know, I, I think that Gary is very good at what he does and he probably wouldn't be coming out of the woodwork again, unless he felt pretty good about, uh, the atmosphere. So world of women seems to be his new, his new object of affection. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there's there's a huge inclusivity push uh, in in all walks of life. And uh, women empowerment is obviously a huge trend as well. And uh, like not just saying a trend that you should be looking to trade on, but like an, an important one. So um, definitely a, a probably a decent long term play. I don't own any of them. And at this point, I, you know, I, I do feel like maybe I'm buying a little bit high here, but I, I don't I don't know that you're going to see a huge dump on these either. Like the art isn't actually that bad on them either. I'm sure the price is uh, going to maintain here as, as Gary pumps it. Um, I don't know a lot about the project, but certainly has some hype. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it continues to roll. So uh, Doodle is another big one. It's gone from a 1.1 floor to a almost 4 ETH floor in the last seven days. I know sometimes we talk about floors not being overly important, but that is one uh, that if you had gotten into just a mere week ago, you're doing all right. And I believe, um, oh no, sorry. I was going to say drip cult just bought one, but that was a, a creature. So, yeah, I've been pounding the table on doodles since they fell under 0.75. I think this is such a good case study for everybody listening, right? There was so much hype about doodles when it was launching. Um, and not just normal, you know, mecha type hype. It was hype from the right people. And that's really always what you have to look at. Who is buying these things? Are they diamond handed? Are they collectors or are they traders? You know, when Mevin sneaky apes into something, you can expect 90% of that supply to find its way back into the market. When Pranksy apes into something, you know, he, at, at like a big projects like that, he tends to hold more than other people. And just watching... The type of interest in doodles, you knew there was a there there. Now, everything falls post reveal. Everything. I don't care what it is because you have the rare lotto premium built into it before the reveal happens. So doodles made a big gain, right? You know, I think they were 1.5 with gas or 1.2 if you had minted it from the contract. There was a huge white list, was hard to get. They immediately went to two after the mint, then they fell to 0.75 after the veal. And I came on the show and said, this is a project that's going to moon. You should buy it. It just has that aura around it. It's a great PFP. They're at four now. And I do think they're going to 10. It's not a recommendation to buy something up a hundred percent because these things, you know, pull back and, and go up and all that, but they are, they are going to be an elite if they aren't already. And I, uh, you know, doodles are great. So, 
Yeah. One of my favorite stories about doodles was the um, reveal day. I'm pretty sure you remember this too, but that one random guy that uh, grabbed a doodle oh. pre-reveal, didn't mint it, but <laughs> grabbed it pre-reveal and uh, was fortunate enough to find uh, the the doodle that um, all of the doodle socials and everything were using as their profile picture. And he dinged that one and sold it for how much was it? A hundred ETH, fifty ETH, something it was, like that. Uh, it was ninety or a hundred ETH. Yeah, like a, an obscene yeah. amount of money. And this was a guy who's you know mulled around in NFTs, had meddling success. I mean, NFTs were so so hot for a while there that if you lost money, it was uh, it was uh, almost an accomplishment. But um, yeah, he pulls one of these and immediately, like you know, fifty X's his entire uh, crypto net worth and. You know, these are the the stories that you love to hear. You know, there was no insider trading. It wasn't, you know, uh, leaked metadata that someone scooped up and one of these whales just managed to get it and the rich get richer. Like this was a, a really good feel good story. And um, it kind of it kind of just goes hand in hand with like kind of the doodles look right. Like it's happy. It's lighthearted. doesn't take itself too seriously. Uh, and and. And that was something that always really stuck stuck with me. I, I really loved hearing that story, and it was uh, it was kind of an awesome awesome thing for Doodles too, right? Yeah, great story. Uh, I don't know how happy he is this morning. I'm sure that <laughs> rare is worth uh, <laughs> worth a lot more. But you know, fabulous trade, and you really love to see uh, just random people picking up rares and being able to make a trade like that. It's what keeps you, you interested in this game. You, you like in this, you, you talk about this a lot with board apes though, right? Like if you're holding a board ape and it's 99.9% of your net worth, like why are you still holding it? Um, it's a, so I yeah, hope. I mean, he could probably look at this and go, Oh God, I should have held. But I mean, yeah, I, the hindsight's 2020 and we're looking at this now and if doodles had just dropped to like a 0.05 floor and didn't do anything he would have been kicking himself for not taking it so i mean i'm on the camp of like happy he got that bag yeah guys don't ever let that hodl meme fuck with your heads if you have life if you if you have a jpeg worth life-changing money sell that fucking thing right now like this is you know this is a volatile e-liquid market. Mm. And even if the price will maintain and come back eventually, if it's life changing money, take that money. Like this is, That's not even a, a question or a thought. It's a digital image. Free take market's going to have to do that. Not financial advice. Um, <laughs> disclaimer uh, every 30 <laughs> minutes. But uh, yeah, <laughs> again, like do whatever suits you. Uh, and I, I'm not just saying that because but uh, I am personally of the camp that like, yeah, if if I 100 X my net worth, I wouldn't be holding it for another 10 X. Right. Like, right. Uh, if 100 E sounds like a lot to you, take it. And that was the you know, not to take this back into shit coins, but that was the hilarious conversation about the guy that bought the 800 or eight thousand dollars worth of <laughs> Sheb. It was just like it's 80 million dollars. And you're like, no, 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 no. This is going high. Higher, baby like he <laughs> forgot about that and woke up one day to a very pleasant surprise like there's just had to had to, had to. there's no human that has diamond hands <laughs> like that it's a myth it's impossible for sure so um enough about doodles let's talk about a project that did have a lot of hype yesterday we mentioned that project draca was going into their whitelist and oh, boy, boy did they ever uh <laughs> they this smoke this was um, quite the saga yesterday. So Draca opens up their whitelist. Uh, sales were moving, not super fast. But as we talked about, whitelists are kind of weird in that sense where everyone's kind of waiting and seeing and pointing at each other like a like a standoff. And um, and then all of a sudden they minted out and everybody in that brief moment was like, what the fuck just happened? Like there was. It, the contract just got opened up. So we started looking at the uh, the Draca Discord and apparently the um, the contract for the whitelist minting had some issues where they were the, the transaction was stuck in an infinite loop, just burning through the gas required to mint the actual transaction. Um, whitelisters were getting stuck there. They I, I guess, as they said, we're worried about somebody being able to exploit the contract and basically just leave their contract dead in the water by burning through gas. It was a disaster. And I guess they're, the only course of action that they decided to take was just to silently open this up to whitelist or um, to public mint. And 
um, inform the whitelisters behind closed doors that they could go to the public mint and mint them there. Uh, I have the um, <laughs> the messages that were left in the the gated whitelist area of Project Draka uh, from the founder Kaizo, and he said, uh, "Hey everyone, as you know, we're having trouble with our smart contract. It's volatile gas prices uh, displayed to some people. It came from whitelist users being crammed in a loop. To rectify this issue, we found that making the collection go public as opposed to whitelist can only or as opposed to whitelist only can greatly fix this issue. We will stealth launch a public sale any second now. Only you people will know. And then he goes on just like crazy over the next five minutes only you guys know about this nobody else knows don't worry don't spread this news i'm trying to keep you guys in the loop keep this quiet don't leak this don't leak this don't leak this trust us only white people know about it um oh man wild turn events people found out about it they started jamming the mint button it went crazy and um Later, we found out that the dev left the project mid-mint, um, so they're now without a dev. Uh, they're stuck in pre-reveal. I there's a lot to unpack this. Like I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna go to you. Huh. I don't think Take I've it ever away. heard. I don't think I've ever heard of a dev quitting mid-mint. I mean that is. I'm sure it's happened, but why say it? Why tell anybody yeah, that? that? I mean, come on, like that's that is as tragic as it gets, and I mean. Everything that could go wrong went wrong, and then the team really didn't respond to it well. So this, I mean, it's holding a 0.3 floor right now. So if you mint it, I think you're still in profit, which is a very good thing given what happened yesterday. But, you know, your community, and this was a whitelist. People worked, you know, like this was, this Discord was open for weeks they were doing giveaways, but they would also give out random sm- spots to people engaging and being active members of the community, quote unquote. So people worked this thing and they tried and it was weeks and weeks. And I mean, you really need to take care of your whitelisted community and the community, the OG community and the people that were there, because those are your loudest uh, cheerleaders and your loudest critics. So the fact that this all went so terribly and their their adjustment to it was to open it up public. You know, everyone watches these contracts on Moby.gg. You don't know what that is. It's a service that shows you when Etherscan contracts go live. So you're not, there's no, you know, doing a stealth mint and only letting the whitelisted people mint if it's public. This was pretty bad top down. But I'll say this. I love the eggs. <laughs> yeah, the egg might be the best for art that they've released. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't want to toot our own horn because it's not over yet. But uh, we did call for Project Draca to be probably the worst of the three dragon projects. And so, so far they have uh, claimed that title, but uh, we still have a couple left to go. The other ones that we were looking at, of course, were... Um, uh, refresh my memory. I'm oh God. My Discord. So it's dormant, dormant dragons, right. which are very similar to Draka's looks wise, but they have a little more personality. And uh, than Digi dragons, yeah. And then Digi dragons, yeah. right? That's the one that we really love the pixel art on. Yeah. Um, I think Digi dragons is up to thirteen thousand Discord members now. They haven't done any invite contests. Very organic. Uh, I've left all the other dragon projects except that one. Uh, very hard whitelist to get on, so no, no luck there yet. We'll but see. we will, we will watch Project Draca to see how it unfolds. I'm I, I, honestly at this point in in different ways. I'm getting Barrex vibes again. If you go into their Discord, there's a ton of people being like, "You idiot, sold early," and like. <laughs> you know, we were the true believers in the project. Uh, they've done 200 ETH in volume pre-reveal for a project that just like was absolute dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, they did. Um, the floor is at 3.2 or sorry, 0.32 ETH right now <laughs> and not 3.2. Oh, my God. Uh, but again, like this is a low supply play. So ooh, maybe, maybe keep an eye on it. Maybe there's something yeah. there. And and as the old saying goes, there's uh, no such thing as bad publicity, I guess. It's biggest redeeming quality is that it's a 999 supply. I think if this was a 10 K. Oh my God, it's over. Oh, it would have been long dead. I mean, I, you know, I think, uh, 
I think with with slightly better art and a better launch, this probably could have been close to one E already. But, you know, it's still three times above mint, even with gas. So a winner for anyone who was able to mint without issues. And I wouldn't count anything with a thousand supply out. You know, that's just very low supply for this market. Uh, And there's just not enough good projects to go around. And while this one wasn't our favorite, it's also not the worst project we've ever seen. So some hope there if you guys minted. Uh, congrats. Our uh, our mm-hmm. final final piece on Project Draca for the time being is if you were swept up in all of this drama and you had a failed transaction, I believe it is a failed transaction on the whitelist. Um they are offering refunds. You got to go in there and get your EtherScan transaction and uh, they should be able to get that money back to you. Hopefully they say they're doing it um, and you can follow along on the blockchain. It appears they are. Uh, also, they just said that immediately hired a team of quality devs and advisors to make sure this never happens again. This is just a setback. We will grow together. Draca's reveal tomorrow, which is today at 5 p.m. Eastern. So um a lot of times projects regardless dump uh, post reveal as people start to realize that their uh, floors are no good or whatever. So um, be interesting to see what happens around 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, on that note, uh, a project that uh, really quickly wanted to go over. I don't know if you got a chance to look at this, but Scott mentioned it in the DGEN Dojo was the um, uh, the. Fuck, my window closed. Subdrive uh, project. Sorry, it's a like um, uh, Ethereum based console uh, where all of the games are going to be done as unique NFTs and you can play them on chain. Um, obviously, not like every time you press the button, it's going to be costing you gas or anything like that. But uh, yeah, so the games themselves are NFTs. Each of the games are going to be uh, unique in every edition. And they're kind of going with that old school retro Nintendo feel vibe with like, you know, NFTs as the cartridges. And uh, looking forward down it, it's, um, you know, they hinted at maybe having a super sub drive or a sub drive 64, obviously a play on the uh, subsequent Nintendo consoles, but uh, pretty cool. It is done by the loot founder and uh, lots going on there. That drop is happening soon. There is no whitelist as of yet, uh, but we'll yeah. drop the uh, the link in the discord. Is this something you've been following? I'm an, I'm an OG in that discord. They haven't announced the whitelist uh dynamics yet but they did imply that ogs or early members were going to have some sort of advantage i'm really really hype on this project whatever you think of loot the guy behind it dom who's also uh i mean he's he's just a legend in the industry uh everything he touches turns to gold and whatever you say about loot it was a free mint sitting at 3e right now so i I know it had its venture capitalist pop and subsequent crash but anything dom touches is quality uh i think that this project is going to be huge and it actually links to his other projects if you don't know them a blit map which last time i checked had an eight eth floor on the blit maps uh that's a very interesting project that supposedly links in um, but again, it's very uh, esoteric and opaque right now. They're they're good at that type of tease stuff. And I would get in that discord if you can. Once you're in, you get to choose a team. I'm on team blue. There's Ooh, team red. I joined blue, team and- red. <laughs> cool. Well, that, that is. <laughs> you didn't sound like you meant that. <laughs> that is a project that uh, I'm really excited about. And everyone should join that discord since they haven't announced any whitelist stuff yet. Yeah, I'll grab the link and post it in the uh, DGen awesome. Dojo for oh, actually the uh, the uh, voice chat. Um, another thing that was kind of going crazy was the smile serve servers. I, I don't even know how to say this. Smiles verse. Smiles like verse. Yeah, there's a lot of Miles S's in there. <laughs> I don't know. No, um, nothing about it, but what a hell of a call by a couple of AM uh, Moon Lounge members that had this thing in yep. mint. And I think it's sitting at 1E right now. Yeah, so this thing came out uh, at the end of October. Um, not to a ton of fanfare, kind of sat around the, uh, 0.115 floor for a little bit and then has just gone an absolute tear. Definitely looks like another one of those kind of metaverse type plays, but, uh, for 3d art, uh, surprisingly, um, 
it pops. There's a lot, a lot of variation. There's a lot of kind of big, vibrant traits going on in there. Uh, Henry mentioned it in his write-up in research uh, yesterday, too, as as well. So, yeah, great call for anybody that picked that up, sitting comfortably at a 0.75 floor. Um, so definitely, definitely a good buy, and we'll see where it goes from there. Can I quickly shout out Nefisto in the audience who has one of the dopest snails uh, there is. I forget the name of it. It's their rainbow snail. Uh, that's a rare snail. Very good looking. I like the snails. Yes. Uh, shout out whoever you want. Yeah. But, oh, by the way, also, I just checked into the show. 46 members. I got to say that's probably an all time high. So um we are uh, we have decided that the AM show is the leading indicator of the NFT market. And as the audience grows here, so too does the NFT market. Um, so definitely make sure to keep sentiment tuning in. Yeah, <laughs> sentiment is amazing and just kind of manifest that into reality, I guess. So, um, yeah, yesterday we talked about Legend Maps uh, doing their their uh, pre-sale drop. That was something that you said you were going to mint. I am on the white list. I decided not to, and I have 20 minutes to decide, which I think it's safe to say I'm not going to. Uh, for no other reason that I just, um, I don't know. I, I don't want to burn any liquidity on this for the time being. Um, but uh, not not having a super successful drop right now. Yeah, this is a liquidity trap, it looks like. There's not really any demand. Uh, it seems there were thousands of people on the white list and they've only minted out a few hundred of them. Yeah, sitting at 600 now. 600? Yeah, this is a project I I really like. It's an RPG that they're going to develop over a few drops. These maps that they're minting right now are going to be part of the game, but they're also mint passes for the subsequent things that do come out. Um. We'll see if there's any interest in the public sale. It was a poorly written contract, and I'm wondering if that turned a lot of people off. It would quote you four times the way that you actually end up paying. So it was quoting between 900 and 1,000, and you'd only end up paying 210 anytime. Uh, you could check all the transactions. On the contract, we'll see if maybe the public uh gets involved i do think this is a sleeper but there is no indication there's going to be volume or a trade here anytime soon so only buy it if you like it it's legendmaps.io is the website uh it's a dungeon and dungeon type rpg-esque thing where you own the assets so if that appeals to you go check out the website public mint is in 15 minutes yeah, I would be looking at that and watching the volume. It'll be interesting to see what they end up doing if uh, if Mint isn't really picking up, if they end up burning supply. This is a project that has really just been in in no hurry. Uh, they've just been building away. They opened the Discord, didn't do a lot of uh, forced growth hacks or anything like that, and just let people kind of enjoy it. Uh, they seem to just be doing their thing, and if it sells, it sells. So uh, if you're looking for like a speculation uh, play, maybe a team that's kind of a little bit lackadaisical on, uh, on, on, on that front might not be for you. Uh, but if you have some extra ETH you want to hold and, and lock up for a while, um, it might not be the worst play. You know, these they, we do see things like the um, Forgotten Wizards kind of just exist for a long time. And then slowly but surely they are uh, turn into incredible return on their investments or even just incredible projects as they start to build their roadmap out. They really didn't seem like they cared if they sold out, which is either extreme confidence or extreme negligence. And I, you know, the, the it it will be seen whether this is a profitable play. Uh, I like it a lot, so I don't know. Yeah, you Check know what? It it's an interesting topic, though, because you you said like extreme confidence or extreme negligence, and I, I think a couple of weeks ago I probably would have fell in like the the middle category where or, or almost towards like the, the I, I like a project that isn't all about the sales and they're focused on on growing their their project and, and working and developing something um I, I think my mentality has shifted on that as i look at a project like see my cats uh which we we've talked about probably far too much but um no urgency, no desire to to keep the ball rolling and no desire to to, to take royalties or anything like that. Uh, it seems like a pretty cool altruistic play. But at the end of the day, like 
these are projects that require funding. Um, it is expensive to actually deploy contracts and, and operate on the blockchain as well. So you need funding for that. And, um, you know, I, I definitely think that my mentality towards uh, teams like that, like there absolutely needs to be a sales element to that and a desire to to grow a project to to sell out because you build out these elaborate roadmaps and you set these numbers and you probably are relying on on a lot of that income to actually make it happen. And if the income stalls out, then the rest of the roadmap stalls out and the project could be dead in the water. So I've definitely felt uh, I've definitely felt a shift in my own ideals and feelings towards that. I don't know if you're the same. I think you've always been more along the lines of like you want to see a project sell out or at least react accordingly. Definitely. I mean, the, 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 what I'll say now is what's going to really endear me to the team is how they react to it. You know, at this point, if I'm running that team, I'm already planning to burn anything that's not sold. Uh, make some announcements to that effect and try to get a hold of the ship. I'm not just going to, you know, be like, oh, we don't mind. We're just going to let it out there. Maybe it'll catch fire. I mean, you know, I would love to see a response to it. Maybe the only thing that yeah. worries me in that respect is if it's a game, uh, they may have planned all the pieces are are necessary. They may yeah, need yeah. all 5,000. So I'm not sure uh, whether they can burn. It'll be interesting to see. I did mint mine. Um, so uh, I'm excited to see the reveal, at least. I'm, I'm, I want to see what I got. I think that'll be tomorrow. I think one of the biggest neg- uh, things that they could be negligent about is even just acting like it's not happening. You know, yeah, like you, exactly. you have to acknowledge the fact Yeah, you maybe come out and say, like, um, you know, this isn't what we expected. Obviously, we want to sell out and, you know, we want to make it a good I hate using the word investment vehicle, but, you know, um, a, a good a good way that you spent your hard earned ETH, at least, let's say that. Um, and, and when a project is kind of silent about the fact that things aren't going according to plan, then um I think it's a red flag for me. So I, I would watch that over the next little bit. If you're thinking about minting it, uh, jump into their discord, take a look and see what kind of vibe you get and, uh, and go from there. But this is not a project that has had a huge hype train and I don't think it's going to be something you're going to be looking at for a quick flip. So, um, all right. So we are, uh, Probably, I think unless there's anything you want to talk about, we can probably start opening this up to a Q&A open mic session. Uh, before we do that, there is just something I want to talk about, but I'm going to throw the, throw the ball back to you if there's anything, any final words you want to think. Just or- keep an eye out on Swampverse. Uh, it is going, if you are not on the whitelist there, this was one of the more anticipated projects until they kind of let you know it linger too long. They have 45,000 members in the Discord. If you are not whitelisted, there is going to be a stealth launch at some point this week. Uh, I believe Friday or Saturday. They have not confirmed. But if that is a drop you're interested in, you may have to be relatively active in that Discord to just be ready for when that stealth drop happens if you want your frogs. So that's all I'll say. Yeah, that's actually a project that I would be looking at minting. I don't believe I'm on the whitelist for that. And uh, but, I, you know, again, a project that's kind of been around for a while and been slow moving, didn't kind of release into the hype that they managed to make for themselves. But uh, I actually I think the art on that project is pretty cool. It's it's great art. It's yeah. a ninety six hundred supply, which is a little high nowadays. It's a point oh six mint. Uh, but they do want to run the whole smorgasbord of trends, you know, Dow, uh, buy blue chips, token, all that stuff uh, is part of their roadmap. So we'll see. Free market. Um, just as I was talking about our, our listener count, we actually just passed 51. So uh, on the yep. up and up, big come up there. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think this is actually a really good time to talk about a couple things regarding Alpha Mint um, in, in a non-shilly kind of way. But uh, I, I just want to touch on the fact that we have sold out our first batch of Moon Lounge passes. So 111 um the ball really started getting rolling in the last couple of days and people were jumping in and, and really excited about the community uh, uh, joining, joining up. And, and in a lot of ways, even unprompted, just uh, finding us on OpenSea and signing up for the Moon Lounge. Uh, it's been really great. And I just want to highlight a couple of things for, for anyone new and thinking about jumping into the Moon Lounge. One, uh, we will be making an announcement shortly regarding the next batch of them. Don't worry. We're not doing anything too crazy about them. And they are coming. They are not completely sold out. Uh, obviously just 
the sales kind of went through the roof in the last couple of days. And, um, you know, we, we are, we're going to be talking about that probably right after the show and, and just get on the same page, but, uh, there's definitely going to be more than enough opportunity for anybody to get in into it. Uh, and, and just for some context, uh, the cap on the moon lounge membership will be 1,111. So, uh, still a thousand to come. I almost said over a thousand, but my, uh, quick math skills caught me there. Uh, the other thing I wanted to just quickly highlight is just that, uh, um, for for newcomers and experienced traders, this is a great place to to come, hang out, connect with people, and uh, and grow uh, some relationships as well as maybe hopefully grow your NFT portfolio. Uh, we're not specifically a a call group, like we're not um, finding these and and behind closed doors going yes buy this now and setting price targets and then we all like run run to the other side of the boat and then go sell 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 and then everybody runs to the other side of the boat. Uh, for us, this is about finding quality products. Projects, finding short, medium, and long-term plays, and, and really just working together to uh, to to create a strong community where we're all looking out for each other. And so far, it's been an absolutely incredible experience in regards to that. Um, so, if if anybody's just uh, coming in and expecting that maybe behind closed doors, we are really doing like squeaking out like the the maximum maximum ev and like really really top tier efficient ways like not so much what we're about but uh honestly some of the some of the hardest times i've laughed in the last uh couple months has been in the degen dojo as well and uh it's it's been a lot of fun to watch that grow so if anybody out there is thinking about joining the moon lounge uh feel free to reach out to myself reach out to free market reach out to anybody on the alpha mint team they will be more than happy to answer any questions that you have there's a great start video here that drip cult did uh on the sidebar that will kind of run you through all of the stuff we do we have some great bots for whale watching um some great alpha channels yeah yeah I may have, yeah, I may have even heard a rumor this morning that uh, OG mint passes, those first 111 are going to have some interesting utility, but I don't think we're allowed to say anymore. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. Silence. Quickly. <laughs> Anyways, no, but honestly, uh, really, really excited to have everybody here. And uh, it's it's a great time in Alpha Mint, great time in NFTs. And like I said, we welcome you with open arms and feel free. If you want to DM me, you're going to have to add me as a friend first, but I will accept it. And uh, even if it's just to say hi and uh, and shoot the shit. So um, anything you want to add on to that? Uh, no, let's bring up some, some hands. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So I've kind of been keeping tabs on who is raising their hands. Um, <laughs> young thug, uh, our 111th pass holder purchaser, uh, the, the man himself is, uh, put his hand up. So I'm going to invite you up here and, uh, and, and say hi. And the invite has been sent. Um, and then we're going to throw it out to Rajesh and, uh, and Cass again after. But as we're waiting for Young Thug to to come up, I'll give him a couple a couple more seconds. Uh, lots of great profile pictures in the audience as well. A lot of a lot of ducks. I see some kaiju's. I uh, I see some snails, which are surprisingly good profile pictures. Josh is rocking his very own shroom head. Maz with the uh, the OG Cool Cats profile picture in there. <clears throat> Young Thug, if you don't know, you have to accept uh, our invite. Uh, to come up stage. So we sent you the request. You just got to click accept to come on up. Hmm. There you go. GM, sir. Good morning. There's also always a little bit of a mic learning curve when it comes to Discord. You may have to mute or unmute or adjust, but there you go. <laughs> buy, a, buy a new phone. Like, oh, my God, the <laughs> list goes on, right? Run a lap around the block. Uh, if, still if can't, we, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if we still can't hear you, uh, reset your Discord app if you're on the phone or not. Because, yeah. man, Discord audio really... Uh, glitches yeah so let's uh let's um invite rajesh up and then we'll get to um young thug after gm sir hello good morning can you hear me yeah loud and clear uh, good morning hey so i just want to say swampverse was getting uh promoted by phase bank yesterday on uh instagram oh yesterday. interesting really yeah yeah he was phase is a big uh a, a big big force especially with uh, the younger demographic Wow. Yeah. And the other thing is for Project Draka, when they when they sent that message in the whitelist chat, they had the general chat left open 
So everyone just right. copied yeah. That, yeah, yeah. the general chat. That's where I got that screenshot from. I was watching the general and I saw someone post that and I was like, ooh, that's dirty. Like, amazing. Yeah. And then they realized like two minutes later, oh, we should have closed the general chat. So and they closed it and they're like, oh, we were having <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. You got banned from the Discord? No, it's not me, but I will soon. If they don't <laughs> <laughs> but I will. Scott, <laughs> Scott called the Discord bandless a uh, uh, Alpha Mint mo- um, badge of honor at this point for some of the <laughs> shit projects. Like it's like everybody's just in there getting banned from a Discord Do that they're done the with. Bands in the eight 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 Discord uh, of, oh, any, uh, of any group. That's hard to say. It's pretty easy to get banned from that Discord. <laughs> yeah, all you have to say is like the moon is looking at me funny, and they'll uh, they'll ban you there. <laughs> So, um, right. yeah, did you, did you mint? What was your, uh, what was your position on Draka? I mean, I was a whitelisted member and then I couldn't mint cause I wasn't home and right. then they released that and I was like, what is going on? Um, and I was actually debating taking that message and putting it in the general chat too, but I wasn't quick enough, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cause it's not fair. Like, um, I don't even remember what I did to get whitelisted, but I was whitelisted and I, and I liked the art. So, so I thought it just that. that really sucks. That's what I was talking about before is that you really have to take care of your whitelisted community and your OG community because. I think free market cut out there, but uh, I'm going to echo a sentiment and just say that, like, yeah, those those first people that are there in a project and and jumping in and, and being long term supporters uh, are are the ones that are going to mint. They're going to be out there promoting your project, probably rocking the profile picture. And, um, you know, you piss those original supporters off. And uh, what do you have left? You know, just a bunch of quick flippers. So. Free market, you back. Think you're gonna have to do the uh, young thug route and and re uh... unless it's me, Rajesh. Can you hear me? Hmm. I don't know. Trip Scott, are you guys uh, are you guys around right now? Can you jump up and see what's going on? <laughs> 